1: When you can't afford to pay for private English lessons, language exchanges are the next best way to learn a foreign language. Why? Because we learn a language to communicate with real people. So by practicing with real people every day, you'll be learning both the language and the culture in one of the most authentic ways possible. The problem is that finding and keeping a good language exchange partner online is one of the hardest things for an English learner to do. Now I'm not an expert on the subject, but I do have some tips that will make the process just a bit easier for you. And that's what I'm talking about today. So first let's talk about where you're gonna have these language exchanges. There are many apps that you can search for on the internet, just Google language exchange apps and I'm sure a bunch will come up. I'm just gonna talk about the ones I've used personally. The first one is HelloTalk and it's spelled exactly the way it sounds. H-E-L-L-O-T-A-L-K, HelloTalk. And this one I used in the past. I don't use it anymore, but some of the best people and best friends I've made learning languages I met on that app. And um, what I don't like about it these days is that it's kind of turned into half language exchange, half social media, because they have what's called the moments feed where people can post pictures and text and videos or links to articles and stuff like that. And people kind of use it like Instagram. And I'm not really a fan of that and i think on any language app it's hard to find cool people to talk to and these days it just seems impossible i don't really use hello talk like that anymore but again some of the coolest people i've met and had multiple year long relationships with i met on hello talk but that was years ago these days i've been using tandem t a n d e m tandem which is very similar but there's no social media aspect to it And another thing I like is that they have something called parties, which is like these little digital chat rooms, but only for voice. So you can enter a chat room and there might be five or 10 or 15 different people, and you guys can all talk together. And of course, it's not the best experience because with 15 people in a chat room, you're not going to have that much space or time to talk, but it is cool to practice your listening skills and interact with other natives, and it's completely free. So I highly recommend. Tandem. And I've met some cool people on there as well. Another one that you might want to try is Lingbee, L-I-N-G-B-E. And that one, if I'm not mistaken, is only for talking via voice call. There's no audio messages. I don't think there's text messages, but it's been years since I used it. So I don't know what it's like right now. But the idea is you get on there and you click I want to talk and the, the app will find somebody for you to talk to. You guys get on a voice call and you just talk. So that one's pretty cool. And the final one is not a language exchange app, but it is a place to meet people on the internet. And it's called Omegle. O-M-E-G-L-E. You got to be careful with this one because there's some fucking weirdos on Omegle. You might see some shit you didn't really want to see. It's a video chatting website. So it's like, like almost like, um, how can I describe it? It's like speed dating, but just for video calls. So you As soon as you enter the site, somebody appears on your screen and you can talk to them. And if you don't want to talk to them anymore, you just skip and a new person appears again and again and again. Now, I don't really use this one, but you can try it to meet different people. So those are some places you can find people to do a language exchange. But before we talk about making the most of these language exchanges, let's talk a little bit about what you really want to achieve with the language exchange. Because having a clear idea of the desired outcome is essential for making sure the exchange is productive and enjoyable for everyone involved. So the key is to be as specific as possible. Because simply saying, I wanna speak English fluently is not specific enough. It's like saying, I want food, you know? Like you are hungry and a bunch of different things, excuse me, there are a bunch of different things you could eat To satisfy your hunger, but you want something in particular, like you want pizza or a burger and fries and a Coke or fish and whatever you eat with fish. You want something specific, right? It's not just food. And it's the same thing with learning a language. So saying I want to speak English fluently is not specific enough. You need to know exactly what it is that you need help with so you can tell your future partner exactly how they can help you and you'll also save yourself lots of time and frustration because when you know exactly what you want, it's easier to avoid or simply ignore what you don't want. For example, I don't enjoy texting. I find it extremely boring, it's time consuming and it's very it's a very dry and unnatural form of communication. So if I come across someone who only wants to text and isn't interested in speaking on the phone, I can save myself lots of time by simply finding someone else who has the same interest and desire that I have. Because knowing what you want makes it easier to get it and it makes it easier to avoid what you don't want, right? So start by asking yourself a few questions. The first one What is your primary goal? Are you mainly focusing on conversational and and communication skills, or is it grammar that's giving you trouble, or phrasal verbs specifically, or you really wanna hone your pronunciation to get that perfect? Native accent that you dream about. It has to be something specific so you can tell your partner what you need help with. You don't have to do this. I'm just these are just recommendations. It's just tips. Okay. So think about your primary goal. In a perfect world, what would be the result of the language exchange? We already know you want to speak fluently, but be more specific than that. What are you trying to improve right now? Okay. The next thing: What's your preferred form of communication? Because you got text audio, voice, and video. Ideally, you'll be doing all four on a regular basis, but I know that's not the most realistic situation for all of us. So let's talk about each one. Texting with natives is an easy and practical way of learning to write in a casual and natural way. And many language exchange apps actually have built-in correction features, so they can easily teach you the grammatically correct way to structure sentences and spell words. But just remember that in the real world, We communicate with our voices, our facial expressions, our physical gestures, and you don't get any of that when you read someone's text message. So it's very easy to misinterpret things and you won't learn to speak fluently just by texting somebody every day. So next you have audio and audio messages are a nice step up from text messages because you can at least hear the person's voice and you can practice speaking in a low pressure environment, right? you can record the audio message as many times as you want before you actually send it and audio messages are saved like text messages so you can pause and resume the conversation whenever you want they're a great way to practice speaking even when your time is limited now we have voice and when i say voice i mean voice calls phone calls and voice calls with real people are probably the most practical way of learning to speak a language you probably heard me say this hundreds of times and i'll say again That learning to make conversation with real people requires you to make conversation with real people on a regular basis. When you get on the phone with someone, you're finally getting the real world practice that you need in order to be prepared for life in a foreign country or even just a career in a foreign language. You learn to speak your native language by constantly listening to and talking to people around you. And that's why doing the same thing in a foreign language is guaranteed to work for you as well. I want you to repeat after me. There is no substitution for the real thing. There is no substitution for the real thing. Exactly. One more time. There is no substitution for the real thing. Say it. There is no substitution for the real thing. Exactly. If you want to learn to speak like a real person, then you've got to speak to real people. There is no substitution for the real thing. Next is video. Personally, I believe that video calls are the best way to learn how to communicate in a foreign language because you can experience so much more of the non-verbal communication that comes with a particular language or culture. You can see people's facial expressions and reactions to the things you say. You can see which gestures they make when expressing certain feelings, and you're preparing yourself for the very thing you'd be experiencing in a foreign country talking to real people face to face. But doing video calls multiple times a week is tough for some people because of time constraints or their preference not to be seen on camera. So consider yourself lucky if you find someone to do video calls with. But understand, talking on the phone is more than enough to become fluent in whatever language you're learning. Now, next, I want you to consider how often you can have these language exchanges. And all I suggest is that you set some kind of schedule and stick to it. And when I say stick to it, I mean do not falter. If it's gonna be every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, keep that schedule. Do not skip days. Don't be lazy. Don't make excuses. Stick to that shit. Okay? The same way you would create a schedule and a workout plan if you were gonna start going to the gym. It's the same thing. So just be realistic and figure out how much time you can dedicate to speaking with someone. And it doesn't matter if it's 20 minutes a day. 30 minutes a day, an hour, two or three times a week. Just find a balance that works for you and your partner and stick to it. You gotta be consistent, okay? The next thing I want you to consider are there any specific topics or areas of interest you want to explore? Now, first of all, let me say that being able to talk about things that don't interest you can be an extremely valuable skill to have. But I'll talk about that more later in this episode. No. I'll talk more about that later in this episode. Sounds better. But the idea of knowing which topics you'd like to discuss with your partner goes back to my tip about knowing exactly what you want from the exchange. It's much easier to learn new vocabulary and make lots of progress when you take a focused approach. It's also easy to make friends with people when you know they have similar interests. And if you don't have any interests, then I strongly suggest you get some because someone who isn't interested in anything isn't very interesting to talk to. You know what I'm saying? It's just something to think about, okay? But now let's switch gears and talk about adopting the right mindset for a productive and mutually beneficial language exchange. And there are a couple of things I want you to at least think about and eventually accept. And the first one is that it could take a very, Very long time for you to find a quality language exchange partner. Because you got to understand that although there are millions of people on these apps, the majority of them will not be the right partner for you. It's just facts. And you got to accept that. Some people aren't very good at teaching their native language to foreigners, some people aren't very good at making conversation with strangers. And some people use these apps like Tinder. So they're only looking for attention and possible romance, right? It is what it is. So it's very possible that you'll have to send messages to dozens, if not hundreds of people before finding just one or two quality partners. It's very possible. But do not let this discourage you. Finding a good partner online is partly a result of playing the numbers game, meaning the more messages you send, the higher the chance you end up getting a positive response. Now, obviously, it's not all about the number of messages you send. It's also about the contents of your message, but I'll talk about that in just a minute. The next thing I want you to accept is that if you wanna find a good partner, you gotta be a good partner. I know that might sound cliche, right? But it's true in life, in romance, in business, and in a language exchange. If you wanna find a good partner, you gotta be a good partner. And the reason I wanna emphasize this is because a lot of us know the pain and the struggle, the difficulties, of trying to find a partner online, but a lot of people never stop and ask themselves, are all these people shitty partners or is it me being a shitty partner and that's why I can't find or keep a good one? A lot of people never ask themselves that. It's easy to complain about somebody else being boring or lazy or inconsistent or unhelpful or whatever it is, when it's very possible that you are also one of those people and you just never stop to consider that, you know? Maybe you're kind of boring. Maybe you don't have anything interesting to talk about, or you don't know how to keep a conversation going, or you're not as consistent as you should be. There could be a bunch of different reasons why somebody would classify you as a poor partner. I'm just saying to stop and reflect and ask yourself, am I the best partner I could be? Am I the kind of person that I would want to talk to? Am I the kind of person that other people believe is capable of helping them? If I don't communicate any of that, it's, there's a chance that people would assume you're not the best partner and they go find somebody else to talk to. Just want to think about. It. If you want to find a good partner, be a good partner. Because you might come across somebody who's fantastic, a wonderful partner, the, the exact person you were looking for. But if you're a shitty partner, they're not going to stay around. They're going to go find a good partner, right? So just give yourself the best possible chance of establishing and maintaining a a good relationship by being a good partner. Handle yourself and take care of your business and offer the best of you. And then you'll give yourself the best chance of getting the best out of somebody else. That's just my opinion. All right. Another thing I want you, this isn't something to accept. I guess it is something to accept, but it's really, I'm asking you not to do this. I'm asking you not to project your cultural expectations onto another person is a very common problem. A lot of people who come from a particular country or cultural background make the mistake of expecting people from a different part of the world who speak a different language and have a different culture and history, they expect those people to behave the way that they want them to behave. And it just doesn't work like that. Like for example, you have stereotypically warm cultures and stereotypically cold cultures a stereotypically warm culture would be the majority of countries in latin america they have a reputation for being very warm and open and friendly and even with strangers and foreigners and things like that we're just so loving and warm and obviously this is not completely true because nothing's 100 percent true especially when we're talking about people but that's the stereotypical reputation or that's the reputation they have that's what i'm saying using the United States as a different example. We around the world, people talk about us as if we are cold and reserved and arrogant and distant and not very friendly with strangers and things like that. And you'll definitely find people like that for sure. But that's not a hundred percent true of all Americans, obviously. I know I'm not saying anything you don't know. I'm Just trying to prove my point here or give you context. So you have somebody that's from a stereotypically warm culture who has a particular way of doing things and interacting with people and making conversation, and they expect people from this stereotypically cold culture to do things their way. And that's not how it works. If you're going to learn a new language, you have to adapt the culture too, or at least embrace it and try to understand it. It's a different language. It's a different culture, a different way of doing things. So instead of, for example, I remember I taught English to a guy one time, and we were talking about language exchanges, meeting natives from the country and interacting and making friends and stuff like that. And he said that he wasn't having much luck. He was having a very hard time making American friends and doing language exchanges. And he said, these are his words. He said, the problem is Americans. The problem is that Americans are too serious. (laughs) And I don't know if you can see a problem with that statement, but I certainly do. And I just think it's such a immature and kind of selfish way of thinking about the situation to To think that somebody else needs to behave the way you want them to behave for you to be comfortable and then give the best of yourself in the conversation or the interaction. It's just not the right way to go about it, bro. You have to be open and accepting of the other culture if you want them to be open and accepting of you. You know, it's a very, very common problem. Americans are cold and too serious. Like, I'm just, what I'm asking you to do is maybe consider the possibility, if this is what you think, maybe you're just too fucking silly. Maybe you're not serious enough. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying it's a possibility. That's it. Or maybe, like, because adjectives are relative. So your idea of cold and reserved maybe isn't their idea of cold and reserved. Because another thing is like a lot of people who have opinions about people from other places, not just Americans, certainly Americans, but not just Americans, anybody from a different place. A lot of people who have these strong opinions and perspectives have never even talked to somebody from that fucking country. How could you have an opinion on these people? You've never even talked to one of them. You just listen to their music. You watch their series. You see stuff online and you decide all of them are like that. That's fucking dumb, bro. That is dumb. And you're robbing yourself of potentially great relationships and interactions just because you don't understand the situation. You don't understand the culture. You don't even want to understand those people and why they do the things they do. And then you wonder, why don't any of them want to be my friend? I wonder why, bro. (laughs) And I'm not, I'm not talking to anyone in particular. I'm not talking to you and saying this is you. I'm just saying anybody listening who has that mentality, you tripping, bro you tripping. That's not the way to go about it. You don't project your expectations and standards onto other people and say they're wrong for not doing things the way I would do things. That's fucking dumb. That's immature. So if you want to increase the chance that you have great interactions with people, try to learn a little bit about their culture and their way of doing things and understand why they do the things they do. Even if you don't agree with it, at least understanding it allows you to interpret their words and behavior much more accurately as opposed to misinterpreting things, saying stupid shit just because you don't understand. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's a really, really common problem across cultures, people from different regions of a country, people who speak different languages, just don't even know the first thing about these other people. And you see them as other and you disagree with their way of doing things, but you don't even understand it. You cannot project your cultural expectations on other people and expect them. You can't expect the world to adapt to you. You have to adapt to the world.
0: You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Try it and I guarantee you will see a difference. You will see a positive impact on your interactions with people. You have to meet people where they are. You don't say, hey, come to me. Do it my way. If you want to learn their language and work in their country or be involved in their culture, you go to them, right? Anyway, man, I could talk about that for fucking days. I don't want to spend too much time on that one thing. It's just that shit right there, bro, is the root of so much misunderstanding amongst people. We're always expecting other people to meet us where we are and do things our way. It's fucking bullshit. No, bro. You got to go there. Meet them where they are at and try to embrace their way of doing things, at least just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, let's move on to the approach. We talked about the desired outcome. We talked about where to find these people. We talked a little bit about the mindset. Now let's talk about how you approach somebody or how you could approach somebody for a language exchange. The first thing I suggest you do is treat these people as if you're already friends, skip the formalities. Skip, the, the, hey, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? Where are you from? Oh, that's nice. What do you do? Oh, that's nice. You know what I'm talking about. The same boring, just, you know, routine, robotic conversations that nobody finds interesting. And I'm not saying small talk is bullshit. I'm not saying small talk is unimportant because it's not. I'm just saying for on a language exchange app, we're both here for the same reason. So let's just exchange language. You know, the best experiences I've had are when I treat people as if they're already my friend and they treat me as if I'm already their friend from the beginning, from the very beginning, skip, just skip all that shit, bro. Just be, everyone's different. I'm a very direct person. I know not everybody's like that, but I've had the best experience when I'm just direct. Like If I just say what I want or I just start the conversation about something, and this is the next tip. My next tip is, first of all, treat them like you're already friends. But then next tip is have something interesting to talk about. That's another common mistake that we've all made, I'm sure, which is like you send somebody a message saying, hey, I want to do a language exchange. I help you. You help me. Blah, blah, blah. And then you expect them to make the conversation. You don't have any interesting topics or perspectives or anything to share with them. And so you say something like hi or hello. And then expect them to feel inspired to have a conversation with you. That's not how it works, bro. Imagine if somebody just walked up to you on the street and said, hi. You'd be like, hey, what's up, bro? Like, what the fuck you want? <laughs> like, what? Why, why are you saying hello to me? Are you just being polite and saying hello? And you're going to go on about your day? Or would you like to have a conversation? If so, what would you like to talk about? Right? You have to... Have your own. That's why I said before, if you don't have your own interests, I suggest you find some. Because people who don't have interests, usually we refer to as boring. Because what are we going to talk about? If you, you feel me? Like, I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm trying to give you the truth to give you the best possible chance to have what you want, which is a great language exchange with another person. So treat them as if you're already friends. Just be casual. Be cool, man. Just Act as if you've known them forever and you just haven't seen them in a while. I guarantee that's going to be better than good afternoon. How are you? That's nice. What do you do? Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I guarantee you the former is better than the latter. 100% guaranteed, okay? Treat them as if you're friends and have something interesting to talk about. You can't expect somebody to want to have a conversation with you when they got to do all the work and bring all the subjects and the opinions and ask you all the questions. Nah, bro. It's give and take, all right? It's a two-way street. You'll hear that a lot. Somebody says it's a two-way street or it goes both ways. That means I got to make an effort, but so do you, right? 50, 100, 100, not even 50, 50, 100% of your effort, 100% of mine. It's a two-way street, all right? And the next thing, I kind of talked about what you shouldn't say, which is just hi or hello, those fucking one-word messages. Don't do that, bro. Nobody likes that shit. You're not going to get a great friend or partner or somebody to talk with with those one word messages. A one word message basically says, I'm not worth talking to. <laughs> because you got to understand, you, with every action you take, you are communicating who you are and what people can expect from you. So if you give minimal effort in the beginning, that's what this person's going to be expecting from you during the entire relationship. So they'll just avoid the relationship. You see what I'm saying? You also don't want to be the person that only talks about what they find interesting. And I know I said you have to have your own interests and opinions, but you got to be able to put yourself in the other person's shoes and ask what they think or listen to what they find interesting and then consider that and figure out what you think about it. You know, you can't just talk about yourself or what you find interesting. That's also quite boring after a while. In my humble opinion, these are just tips. Remember that. Take everything with a grain of salt, which means go verify it for yourself. This is not the law. It's just opinion, okay? You also don't want to be another person. You also don't want to be the kind of person who's only focused on how your partner can help you. You don't want to contact somebody saying, I need your help. Help me improve. Teach me these things. And you never communicate with your actions that you can help them reach their goals. Because remember, they're trying to learn your language. so. If they tell you they're trying to learn to speak more formally, every time you hear them say something informal, stop them and teach them the formal way. Or if their pronunciation is not necessarily on point, help them with their pronunciation. If they got a question about grammar and you don't know the answer, go find the answer and bring it back to them. That's what a good partner does. You know, help them if you expect them to help you. That's all I'm saying. And finally, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, because it's, it's, it's everybody, do not use these fucking apps like Tinder or Bumble or Plenty of Fish or whatever the fuck. There's probably a hundred. These language exchange apps are not meant for finding romance or sex. So just trust me when I say you don't want to use it in that way. Don't fuck up the community. Don't pollute the community with that nonsense. There's other places for that. Okay. It's, it's worse for everybody when you use the app that way because it breeds more distrust, which makes it harder for the next person that tries to talk to this person. You know what I'm saying? Just, just don't do it. I'll leave it at that. I know you know that, but some people don't know that. So don't do it, bro. Now, when it comes to what you should say, we have kind of talked a little bit about that. And I can't tell you what to say specifically, but I will say keep it simple and be yourself. If you know you want a particular thing, just say you want that thing. If they don't want the same thing, go find somebody else to talk to, bro. You don't have time to waste. So keep it simple and just be yourself. Because you might have heard the... I don't know if it's a cliche or a, a an idiom, a proverb. I don't fucking know. But you might have heard somebody say, your vibe will attract your tribe. Which basically means if you just put out your natural energy, just be yourself the right people will naturally be attracted to you and you guys can connect. The people who are not for you, you will naturally repel these people and they will stay away from you. So don't try to force anything or be something or someone you're not. Just be yourself. Keep it simple. And I suggest you be direct just to save time and let people know what you actually want from them. But as far as the specific words, I can't really... Matter of fact, let me grab my phone. I will show you something that worked for me and a new friend of mine very recently like i said i've been on tandem recently and i met this guy from colombia who's trying to improve his english and obviously i've been trying to work on my spanish so this is what he said the very first message he sent me hello tony are you into cultural differences i would like to share some thoughts on growing up in our countries that was it super simple super direct and he has something to talk about hello how you doing are you interested in this? This is what I want to talk about. He made it easy for me to say yes. I said, what's up? How's it going, man? Sure, let's talk about it. Then he sends me an audio message. And then we've been talking for the last two weeks, I think it is. Almost every single day. Talking about culture and history and marriage and children and football. And I mean, just a bunch of different stuff. But he started being very simple, very direct, and he had something to talk about. And he wanted the same thing I wanted, which is just to talk, make conversation about interesting stuff. It's You don't have to overthink it. Keep it simple. Be yourself and have something to talk about. That's it. That's all I can recommend. And of course, you might even do all of that perfectly and they still don't respond. Like I said before, don't let that discourage you. Just keep searching. There's millions. You only need one or two. So if they don't respond or it doesn't go well brush that shit off. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Go find somebody else to talk to. That's what I recommend. And also just remember, it's partly a numbers game, which is kind of going back to what I just said. If you're approaching two people a day and not getting good results, try five, try seven, try 10. And that might sound extreme, but if you want it, and this is the only way to get it, then I guess you got to do it or just don't I mean or don't do it you know but just don't let the rejection or people ghosting you which basically means disappearing unexpectedly without explanation people ghosting you or not responding or being like doesn't matter bro just find somebody else to talk to you got you got a destination and you got to get there so if they don't want to come along it's all good no worries right now What about when they actually respond? How do you maintain a conversation, especially when you can barely speak the language? This is a very common and excellent question. And my answer, I would say, is kind of subjective because ideally you'll be speaking 50% of the time in your language and 50% of the time in their language. But maybe in the beginning, it's like 90-10 or 80-20, 70-30. It doesn't matter. Just do the best you can. Make it clear that maybe your your skills aren't the best, so you might have trouble making conversation, but people can see your intention. Even if your language skills aren't perfect, if it's clear you're trying your hardest to make conversation and keep it going, and you're trying your hardest to contact them on a regular basis so that the relationship is maintained, people notice that. And a good partner doesn't really care if you can only talk about Basic daily stuff. They will help you improve. That's the whole point of the language exchange. So don't worry about your English not being quote unquote good enough right now. The point of the exchange is for it to get better. Okay? So don't worry about that. And also remember that there isn't just one way to improve your language skills, there isn't just one way to become fluent. Like speaking is a crucial part, but you still need to be studying every day, learning new things every day, consuming content, writing down your questions and doubts. Right. That's a great way to maintain a relationship, especially a language exchange is, of course, talking about things in general is important and it's the most fun and authentic way. But you should also every day be exposing yourself to new, confusing, more advanced things and then asking your partner about those things whenever you talk to them. When you see or hear something you've never heard before, then you text your friend. Hey, I heard this. What does that mean? Is this formal or informal? When could I use that? Is there another way of saying that? Am I pronouncing this correctly? Use them as your teacher. Let them teach you. And if they don't know that you're confused about something or that you need help with something, it's going to be hard for them to help you. So be very vocal with what you need and be very dedicated in your studies. Because if you're studying every day and exposing yourself to new stuff every day, you're going to come across stuff that you don't understand. You're going to come across stuff that's confusing. And then you contact your partner and you ask them for help, right? Being a beginner or a lower intermediate is not an excuse. You make the effort. That's all that matters. And a good partner will see you making that effort and help you along the path, in my opinion. That's what I think, okay? And also, don't be afraid to use Google Translate in the middle of a conversation. If that's what you need to do to keep the conversation going, then fucking do it. I do it all the time. All the time, if you don't know how to say something and you can't find the words to express the idea, use Google Translate. And then the natives you're talking to will verify the information. There's nothing wrong with that. The key is to just do it so much that eventually you don't need the translator and you can just talk. And you, you, eventually you'll have enough vocabulary to describe the idea of what you're trying to say. And the native will most likely know what you're trying to say and then teach it to you. It's very simple, man. And also remember that part of maintaining a conversation is encouraging the other person to speak because listening is just as important as speaking. So I'm not saying turn the conversation into an interview because that's also boring, but understand that you can make a conversation last longer by knowing how to get other people to express themselves, which is why I talk a lot about studying the art of communication and not just the science of language. Okay. Curiosity is king in a conversation. And if you can learn to be curious and apply your curiosity in a conversation, you will have much better and much longer and much more interesting conversations and relationships, you know? And of course, there's other things you can do. Like you can play games. Like when I was on Tandem recently in one of those chat rooms, one thing that we did was a little game and I don't know the name of it, but I just call it define the word. And basically if there's a group of like, Let's say eight people. I give a word to you in the language that you're learning, and then you have to define that word in the language you're learning. And it sounds super simple and basic, but it's a lot harder than you think. Because even words in your native language, you know what they mean, but if somebody asked you to define it, you would have a hard time choosing the right words to clearly define the word. It's a lot harder than it sounds. And it's super simple, but it's actually kind of fun. And you can do it for over an hour with eight people. And you learn new words, you're practicing, you're speaking, and you're listening and forming sentences and making yourself understood. So that's a very simple thing you can do. Or use something like a random word generator, which literally just generates random words. And if you see the word tree, talk as much as you can about trees. Describe what they are. Talk about the wood and the bark and the brown color of the wood and the texture and the green leaves that bloom in the spring and then fall off the tree in the fall and how they change colors and how birds sit on the branches and they chirp and they chirp and they chirp. And what's also interesting about trees is they're hundreds of years old. What can we learn from trees? How to be stoic, right? How to deal with the changing of the seasons, the importance of planting roots. I'm just, just ta- that's the point. I'm just talking about trees. I don't even know if it makes sense to you. But the point is the word, all of that came from the word tree. So by using a random word generator, it's a very simple way to get the juices flowing and get yourself talking with your partner when you find yourself in situations when you don't know what to talk about. Keep it simple, be yourself. Keep it simple and be yourself. Those are two simple things you can do, right? And like I said before, be interested in their culture. Ask lots of questions about their language, about their cultural background, Stay up to date with what's happening in their country. So when something happens, you can talk to them about it. Tell them what's happening in your country. Send videos and pictures to each other. Send music to each other or interesting articles that you guys are reading. Because again, if you're actively learning a language, you're going to be consuming content in that language. Podcasts and YouTube videos or movies and TV series. You talk about that stuff with your friends. That's what you do. Just like you do with your normal friends. Which is why I said, treat them as if they're already your friends. And you will have a better interaction with these people. Don't treat them like strangers. Because then they will treat you like a stranger. See what I'm saying? So you have to act as if what you want is already coming to you. And if what you want is a fantastic relationship with this person, act as if you already have that. And that increases the chance that you will eventually have that. I hope that makes sense. I hope this doesn't sound like cheesy or corny or like... You know, like I'm just talking out the side of my face because I'm not. I'm telling you what I've experienced and what I know works for me and many other people. So I hope it works for you. All right, my friend. And I guess the final tip I'll leave you with is just always be appreciative, grateful, thankful, whatever. Always be grateful and accepting of any help that somebody's willing to give you. The fact that somebody's willing to take time out of their day to help you with something, I think it's taken for granted a lot. A lot, especially in modern times. But if somebody's willing to give you their time, the most precious resource we have, if they're willing to give that to you, you need to be thankful for that. Always thank them for their help. Be understanding if they don't have time today or next week. Be understanding if it takes a while for them to respond. Just be grateful, bro. Be grateful for any help that people are willing to give you. And if the relationship goes cold, if they ghost you, if they disappear for whatever reason just accept it and move on. There are a lot of people out there who would be more than happy to meet you, as long as you're a good partner, which is why I said, if you wanna find one, be one, all right? But that's all I got for you today, my friend. I really hope that some of these tips, if not all of these tips, have been helpful and that they serve you well on your journey to finding a language exchange partner and becoming fluent in this fascinating language we call English. But That's it for now, my friend. This has been another episode of Real English Radio. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.